Welcome to another episode of Body Over Mind. This is your host, Mike Chain, with your co-host, Stephen Ye. Today's topic, let's talk about the root cause of all emotional issues in life. Let's talk about the root cause of procrastination, the root cause of what holds everybody back. And when I talk to students and they tell me I've been meditating, I've been doing breath work, I do yoga, I'm doing these things and it helps, but it's still not working to, to the way I'd want. I still feel these, this anxiousness. I still get these negative thinking coming in. Like, how do we get rid of it in total? The root issue here is not that they're not meditating enough or that they just need to do more of breath work. We have to understand that there is one single thing that is creating all of these emotional, that's creating emotions in the body, that's creating all of the mental issues in the mind. Now, before I dive into this, I think some people may think it's normal to have emotions, right? So what do you mean like creating it? Isn't it normal to have it? It's like saying, what is the causation of hunger? For anybody that thinks that, yes, it's right. It is normal to have emotions, but how much? You can have two people and one person is emotional all day long and they can't make any real decisions. And anything that is just challenging for them on any scale is just, they just freeze up. And then you have another person that also has emotions because they're human, but they're able to move forward with their life. And they have emotions once in a while, but they don't let it stop them because it's not as intense as person A. So now what's the difference between these two people? So coming back now, this one thing that we have to take a look at is what is the true cause of emotions? What is the true cause of all of these issues that we experience in life? And that true cause on the most fundamental level is our sense of self. Our sense of self is basically described as the story that we think we are. It's the story in our head. Some people call this the ego. Some people just call this a narrative. But it's this idea of who we are and what we are about. All of that. This is the true thing. To be specific, when we are constantly aware of ourself, we create the problems that we have in our life. This is going to be really difficult for some to understand intellectually. But once we at least have an idea and we start looking in this direction, we can then take the steps to actually moving forward on this. And when you move forward on this, you will start to drop all the issues because you'll start to realize what it is that we're really covering. When we have this sense of self, all problems come from it. That means I have a problem about this thing. I don't like this thing. I don't like this person. I don't like what's happening. I am not accepting this. This is the basis. It's not the problems or it's not the events. It's the fact that I am constantly thinking about myself. And the moment that I think about myself, now the opportunity to create a problem exists. If we let go of constantly thinking about ourselves, then we let go of the fundamental creator of problems because we stop trying to create our own personal preference of what is happening. 
we start to only observe what is happening and we can focus on something outside of ourself, which is the other beings that exist in this world. All the cause, all the causes that are happening. Everything else other than our own self. When we do that, we stop all of the fearful emotions. We stop all of the problems that we have in life. We stop it at the root foundation. Until then, it does not matter how much you meditate. It does not matter how much inner work you do. You will not fully be able to get rid of this problematics. You will not be able to get rid of this anxiety. It will not disappear. Not until you're able to stop thinking about yourself. Stop being so self-aware. Because then what happens is our attention can move outside from us, me and my life and what I want and what I prefer, and it can move into our purpose. It can move into the service of others. It can move into something beyond me. And then when we do that, automatically, there are challenges that will happen, but we don't see it as a problem. Everything becomes situations that either need our attention and time to do something about it, or it doesn't. Let me ask you that because I've, in some ways I agree with you. And let's say in the last statement that you just said right there, like once, once you can I, quote unquote, identify and get out of your sense of self, there is a state in which there's no more problems. There are just situations and, and certain situations, you just have to go and take care of it and deal with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So now for me, when I hear that, it's sometimes it, it almost just feels like it is shifting language around where it's not basically the same thing. The way that you Tell see me something, more. right? When you see something, you can see it with this, with a different perception. You can look at a point, you can look at, let's say, a lake. And there's these ducks there. And you can look at it and go, hey, look, there's a lake with these ducks. And then you see that's what it is. Now, you can have a perspective. You can become aware of yourself looking at the lake and your opinion of the lake. Once you become aware of yourself, the next thing is your opinion of the lake. What do you think about the lake? Do you like it? Do you don't like it? Do you, do you agree with what you're seeing? Is it a good thing to you or is it a bad thing to you? Do you enjoy this moment or you don't enjoy this moment? These type of questions start to come mm-hmm. up. Now, instead of just observing this mm-hmm. lake with ducks, now you start to create a narrative about it. Now, nothing is wrong with creating a narrative about it if your intention is to focus on something outside of yourself. You want to go and improve this lake. You want to go and figure out how to go ahead and build a park around this lake. But that's not about you. Right? That's about the children that's going to play at the park. That's about the community that you're going to create here. That's outside of you. The moment when we start to look at it and see how this thing influences us, we set up the foundation for a problem. Until then, there's only just what is happening. We don't have an issue. There's just, this is a lake with ducks, and now I'm going to turn this into a park. Now, what do I need to do? I need to build this, I need to build this, I need to build this. Oh, man, I don't have the funding. Where can I get the funding from? I need to get the approvals. Who do I need to talk to get approvals? There's things, there's challenges, 
but we don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Now, the same situation, I can look at this lake and I go, I want to go ahead and build a park here because this is going to make me feel good. I'm going to be, I'm going to build it in this way. I can go ahead and feel like I did something really great. Okay, so what do I really want? How do I want to build this park? Oh man, I want this. I want that. Oh man, why can't this be this way? Why can't it be that way? We start to bring in our personal preferences. We start to go ahead and take mm. it personally. So now I'm going to ask for approval and someone says, yeah, this, we can't do it. We have to do it this way. Now I'm going to go, what do I think about this? I don't like the fact that this person is making me jump through hoops. I don't like the fact that how this meeting went. Oh, I'm so upset. I have a judgment, a personal opinion about this meeting of what happened. All of this stuff Mm -hmm. is creating issues that it doesn't really exist. It's just a figment of our mind because we are, we have a sense of self. We take it personally. When we Mm -hmm. don't take it personally, there's only things that are happening, but we don't have a personal attachment to it. Same situation happens and somebody goes, yeah, you can't do it that way. You need to go get this approval. You need to go get this document. You need to do all these things. Okay. Then now you think, is it worth it? Should I do those things or should I go into the route? You're deciding, but it's not like a personal attack on yourself. The moment that we Mm. have a sense of self, everything becomes personal. What someone says to us becomes personal. The projects that we're working on becomes personal the results of our actions, every action becomes personal. And then from there becomes the emotions. Are we upset? Are we angry? Are we satisfied? Are we in joy? All of these happen. But if we let go of constantly thinking about ourselves, therefore we stop taking everything personally, then automatically things are just happening, but we have no problems. So when we don't take it personally, we're able to see what's happening. We're able to make the best decisions because it's not creating any problems for us. There's only something that's happening, Mm. but we don't have a uh, personal attachment to the outcome. And that's the basis for emotions Mm. is when everything is personal, right? This event happens and we take it personally. So that's why the basis of this is self-awareness because when we're not aware of ourselves, therefore we're fully present. All we're saying is that our attention is not constantly on ourselves. It's not constantly on um, my sense of self. Instead, it's on something outside of me. Serving other people, building out this park, serving the community, doing something good for the world, creating this project, doing this task. It could be something really just something small. It doesn't have to be this really big thing. Washing these dishes. We're just present with it. We don't have a constant personal judgment or personal opinion about what's happening. There's only what's happening and what needs to be done. That's it. The moment that we have a personal opinion about any situation, any person, now we create the foundation for all of the negative emotions. We create the foundation to start to... I'm just trying to unpack all of this because it's such... It's in some ways such an intangible topic that we're talking about. It's not something that you can touch or see really. It's really an internal shift that happens, right? Mm, yes. And what comes up for me right now as you're talking about this, like I totally understand the aspects of um, the likes and the dislikes is what creates a lot of the issues. You know, some people are like, why would 
you liking something create issues because if you like something, there is the equivalent opposite. When you don't get what you like, then you're going to start feeling the pain of that. And that's what's going to start creating problems and issues. One of the things that I feel like, let's say I'm not there yet and I can feel that majority of the people are not there just yet would be like, why would it, it almost feels like a hundred percent of the focus is not on self from what I'm hearing so far. And then when I hear that, I feel like it's almost out of balance or it's something that I'm not grasping just yet because essentially it's not like I, I want, I only care about myself, but at the same time, if I do not care about myself, if I'm not doing the things to take care of myself, then I'm not the type of person that could actually take care of others. Yes. So therefore we have what we call routines. Whenever we're brushing our teeth and taking a shower, do we think, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to take a really good shower so I can be super clean, so I can smell good for her, so I can go ahead and look clean for him, so I can show up on camera and look really good? Who does that? Some people do that. Yes. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> yeah. Right? Now, the action is yeah. the same. We're taking a shower. But mm -hmm. if one person is to think about all these things, about why they're taking a shower and all this stuff, then that means they're focusing a lot about them. Now, where's their attention? Them. So now, if the shower so doesn't come out so the way they want, they're upset. Yeah. Now, the, now the mm. same situation, a person's taking a shower, but if they aren't registering all of this information, does that mean that they're not as clean? Right? No, they're just taking the action. They're just taking action. So therefore, both people mm -hmm. are doing the same thing. But one person is really attached to this action because they keep thinking about themselves and their personal gain from this action. While the second person is taking the same action, but they are not thinking about themselves. Therefore, they're not going to be attached to the gain of this action. Okay. That's all it is. So let me ask you in, in, in this example here, right? For example, for me, I enjoy movement. I enjoy exercising. I enjoy just like stretching my body and, and feeling that there's a lot of eyes in there, right? And like when I'm doing it, I'm not thinking about, oh, I have this issue there. Oh, I have that problem there. Or, but I'm just, let's say in the moment doing something that I enjoy. Would you say that eventually or even during that is causing problems and I'm too much in my sense of self or how would you see that? So problems is a really general word, right? So let's look at, let's be more specific mm -hmm. and let's look at it as percentages because it's a little more detailed. So okay. say a hundred percent problems. That means every moment you just feel like life is just really bad, right? Oh, you got mm -hmm. this problem. You think nothing but problems. It's just, everything is bad. And then now 0% problems. You literally don't even have an awareness of problems. It's like problems just literally don't exist, right? Mm. So now between the zero and a hundred, what you just said there, right? What can we? What is the percentage that could fall under? You're doing your workouts. You're moving. You're doing these things. You're not constantly mm -hmm. thinking, "I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to get better." But do you have an awareness of you're getting stronger? Right? You're getting better. Let's say you do. Let's say that you're getting stronger, you're getting more healthier, right? you're getting more open, 
but you're not constantly mm -hmm. thinking about it in your head. That means your conscious mind is not registering these thoughts, your subconscious mind, that this is happening. Your knowingness about that. Yep. So therefore, your mm -hmm. attention can be more in the present moment. Because if your attention, if you were constantly thinking, I'm going to gain this, I'm going to gain that, then a lot of your attention is in your mind, conscious mind. And less attention is in the present moment. So the more attention is in the present moment, the less problems a person has. The more attention is in their mind. starting to clarify it. Right. More attention in the mind, mm. more problems a person will have. Because mm. they are more attached mm. to this expectation. Both have expectations. Right. You do workouts because you want to become stronger and healthier. But if you do workouts thinking, I'm going to gain, I'm going to gain, I'm going to gain, your conscious mind thinking about that, then you have higher expectations. Therefore, you have a higher attachment to those outcomes. And now when those doesn't mm -hmm. happen, you have bigger problems. You feel there's bigger problems. This also means you have a stronger emotional intensity to the outcome of these things. Now, vice versa. Mm. Because you're going to get stronger and healthier, you're not sitting there thinking about all the stuff in your head. You're being as present as possible, moving, feeling your body, doing the stuff so that you're going to get stronger and healthier. Now, your attention, more of your attention is here in the present moment. When your attention is in the present moment, that means you can be connecting to the way you feel. And if you were feeling any type of emotions, those things start to go away because you release them by feeling them. Because your attention is here in the present moment, you're not there making up stories in your head. Because you can't. Because your attention, most of your attention is here. Or a lot more attention is here. So therefore, you don't create the opportunity to create the mental, the, the mental stories, the narrative. Now, you will have less problems. Even okay. if you fail right, with your workouts. You have less problems because there is not a lot of mental activity. There's not a lot of conscious thinking that is there to create the issues. Mm. The issues, though, basically the issues are just mm. happening in our head. That's all issues are. Drama, mm. though, all the he say, she say, all these things are happening. All this is just issues in our head. The moment that we stop the narrative and we become present, we will find that there's no issues. There's only what is happening, and either we need to do something about it or not do something. So what I'm hearing, especially when we're just talking about in the beginning of uh, people doing yoga and meditation, they're saying, hey, I'm just not getting to the place that I feel like I want to be at, you know, in terms of being more relaxed, being more at peace. It's not that, like you said, it's not doing more yoga or doing more meditation. What it sounds like is it's the... It's not going deep enough. Deep enough is, is where or... I would say the depth, the depthness comes from, like what you said, it's the loss of the sense of self or the ident identity or what, whatever you want to call it. They need to know to aim for this because they won't accidentally aim for this. And when they accomplish it, they will bring their sense of self right back because they don't realize that it's the sense of self that's creating all of the problems, that's creating the anxieties and the stress and the fears and all these things they don't realize it because mm -hmm. it's the sense of self that's creating it they are in their sense of self all the time so i go i'm mm -hmm. me i have problems so why could it be how could it be me that's creating the problem see look there's what it is 
it's it's like a person who's uh, possessed by a spirit, and, and now this person needs to go and identify that they're being possessed. But you are possessed, so therefore you can't see outside of yourself. So we have to first recognize and intellectualize this and go, okay, I see. So when I constantly think about myself, I have a strong sense of self. I have my narrative about what's happening. Okay, so what do I need to do again? So here's what you do. Stop thinking about yourself. Stop thinking about yourself. That sounds a lot easier than how you just said it. <laughs> I've been practicing this for many years. It takes a lot of effort. But you will stop every problem. When we do this, all problems that you have will start to drop away one by one. And this is why we're talking about this, because, again, some people will never in their entire life realize this. And most people aren't talking about this because it sounds confusing. It sounds like there's got to be a lot of understanding to not think about themselves. People are going to say, what do you mean don't think about myself? This is my life and I should do what I want. And you even say, go after what you want. So how can I not think about myself? So why this, so this takes a lot of explanation to understand this one thing. So now somebody can actually go for it. Until then, they don't understand. They're not going to go for it. Mm. It took me many years to come to this, to this understanding. And so even though mm. I was studying and doing all the work like many people are, but I couldn't get it. I understand it now. So why do we stop thinking about ourselves? And how does our life become great if we don't think about ourselves? That becomes the next question. Right? Mm. Because ultimately, I just want to have a great life. So you're saying if I don't think about myself, my life gets better? Yes, it gets better. How? Let's think about what creates a good life. Right? Well, it's going to be general, but I think everybody will get the point. You go and you work and you have a purpose and you go and create products and services, you support other people, you serve the other living beings on this planet. Creating your creations, providing good service, right? All that stuff. That's not you. That's serving other people. That's helping beings outside of yourself. So now when we do that, all of these beings, they give back to you. They give back to you in all kinds of different ways. Some will give back in relationships, love, opportunities, money, energy, and everything we can ever dream of. They all come back. It's called the law of reciprocity. So when we stop thinking of ourselves and now we just focus on serving others, all of this energy, all of these things come back. And if we focus on helping 50 people, we get 50 people serving us back. And if we do it to 50 million people, we get 50 million people serving us back. Therefore, the people that are getting everything that they want are the ones that are serving more people or serving more beings in general. Beings are like the everything else, right? All the animals and all the other living beings on this planet. Right? There's a lot of things that we can serve. But now, everything that we want, somebody wants love. Love. Serve a lot of people, and I'm sure one of those people are going to really love you. If not, they know somebody who will love you. And then what? You, you want things? You want houses? You want cars? You want nice clothing? You want to live a ravished lifestyle? All of that is energy. All of that is money. All of that is, right? So you serve a lot of people and all of that gets provided. 
because all that energy comes to you in all these different ways. You help somebody and they have a nice home. They go, come to my home. Have dinner with my family. I want to say thank you for all that you've done. And stay as long as you want. To be in your, to be in your presence is just amazing. Thank you. That's right. It's everything that we want can happen. And that's what ultimately what somebody wants. And now, how does somebody get healthy? Hey, how can I go ahead and get healthy and strong if I keep thinking about other people and not about myself? So that now this is where we go back into having some healthy habits. You don't need to be fancy about it. Right, brush your teeth, take a shower every morning. Go ahead and do your practice every morning. Right, move your body, stretch your body, meditate, science the mind, get enough sleep, eat healthy. How do I do all of these things if I don't focus on myself? When you're serving other people, automatically you become more fulfilled. Right, you have mm-hmm. a strong sense of purpose. So now, when you have a strong sense of purpose, are you going to go ahead and drink yourself to to blackout on the weekends? Are you going to eat? Are you going to go ahead and just stuff your face with all this food when you know that's not good for you? You don't seek that pleasure anymore because your pleasure, this sense of satisfaction is coming from something else that's much, much more fulfilling than these short-term little pleasures, like a little bit of sex, a little bit of food, a little bit of gambling, a little bit of random stuff. The satisfaction is so deep, none of those other things can touch it. And it lasts so much longer. We know about these short-term pleasures. They don't last very long. So you see how simply by not focusing on ourselves, everything levels up. Now someone goes, I want to be better, right? I want to level up. I want to level up my skill set. I want to improve. I want to do more and I'll create more. When you stop thinking about yourself, Mm. then you stop stopping yourself. Now you're going to do the maximum you can do based on your skill set, based on your energy, based on your experience. And then when you do that, when well, I hear you, you say, when, when I hear you say, stop thinking about yourself and then you can really start to grow. What I'm hearing more so is like, when you are thinking about yourself, you're thinking about who you are, can you do it? And can, this is hard. This is difficult. I can do it. No, I can't. Are you talking about this that prevents you from really moving forward and that's what's going to create the growth or what do you mean by stop thinking about yourself so that you can grow what you said there somebody creates all of this self-doubt they create all this narrative to stop themselves from doing the thing they need to do therefore they can't get better because they're not taking the action right they're constantly questioning second guessing themselves which is thinking about themselves When they stop doing these things, they can grow much faster. Because then they just don't hesitate. Because you anymore. just take the action. They just take action. Yeah. They just get better. Yeah. Now, if what happens if they do something wrong? Great, they learn. <laughs> but somebody who doesn't take action, they'll never even know if they did if they thought wrong because they don't take the action. And it takes forever for them to go and take a step forward. While the person is not thinking about themselves, even if they know less, have less experience. Less resources, but they're going to beat out the other mm-hmm. person by far because experience, resources, and skill sets, all of this is gained when somebody takes action. But the only reason somebody can take mm-hmm. action is if they get out of their own head. They get themselves out of the way. Do what is needed. When it's not about them and serving somebody else, serving other beings, doing something, a bigger purpose outside themselves, whether that, that can be their family, 
It doesn't have to be like saving the world. No, it could just be your family. What does your family really need? Okay, show up for them fully. Right? Don't think about yourself so much. Show up for them fully. Do what you can. What do they need? Go do that. Mm. Now somebody will be so, able to increase their skill sets on everything they do. When we're talking about this, reminds me of when Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs, right? And he talks about there's six of them, certainty, uncertainty, significance, connection, growth, and contribution. What I'm hearing a lot from all of this here is the contribution aspect of it. And then we also touched down upon some of the growth, expanding your capacity and things like that. But I, I don't feel like too much was talked about the other four. Do you feel like there is a place for that? The certainty, uncertainty, love, and significance? So the certainty, uncertainty, love, and significance, all of this gets taken care of. Because when we want certainty is brushing your teeth and taking a shower. Certainty is knowing that you have a roof, you have food. Certainty is knowing when, what to do every day. This gives certainty. When you're serving other people, you know what to do every day. Mm -hmm. Uncertainty is when you want to go and do more, right? You want to go and do something a little different. Be uncertain about something. So this way it's not so repetitive all the time. When we have this will to go ahead and serve other people, now instead of just serving a little bit, we want to do more. Now I want to go ahead and change up this food. I'm getting the same food every day. I want to change it up now. So then now when we look at it and we go, isn't that thinking about ourselves? Right? Yes, mm -hmm. it is. But imagine that for a moment we go, I want different foods. Now, what is it? I think I prefer maybe this and this. Okay. Let's go ahead and try that out. Done. Now we stop focusing on ourselves, and then we go back into serving other people again. So we have these small windows where we can throw in our personal preference. Now you got to go shopping, so you got to have a personal preference, right? Now you're going to go on vacation. Where are you going to go? So there is personal preference, but that personal preference is limited. We don't have a strong sense of self. Therefore, we don't have, we don't create a lot of problems because we still have some preference. So therefore, we are still able to create that uncertainty because if not, we would just be doing the same thing. Mm. the love and significance, it comes automatically because significance is when you feel significant, right? You feel like you are somebody. Imagine that you spent so much energy serving other people, creating your product and services, bringing good to the world. Think about how many people is going to appreciate you. Think about how good you feel based on all the stuff that you did. You know what you did. That gives you a lot of significance and love. Love is not just other people loving you. That will happen automatically because you're doing so much for other people. You don't think about yourself. So all of your actions and your intentions is to serve others. So the amount of love that comes to you is mountains. But the real love is not that. The real love is when we can fully love ourselves. And the way that we love ourselves is not by thinking about ourselves. The real way to love ourselves is to accept who we are. So when we don't think about ourselves all the time, by default, we accept who we are. Because when we think about ourselves and we think, oh, I need to be better, I need to be different, I need to improve, we don't accept ourselves fully. 
So without full acceptance of ourselves, we can't have a lot of love, a lot of self-love. And without that self-love, we can't really receive love from other people, even if they tell you how much they love you. Because we aren't even able to fully feel that love. That love has to come from within first. Mm -hmm. But because we don't think about ourselves all the time, by default, we end up having self-acceptance, which means we have self-love, the most important love of all. So you see, all mm -hmm. six of these things, growth and contribution, certainty and uncertainty, and love and significance, all of it gets covered with this one thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Right. I, I can see how that's all covered. Another aspect that, that I wanted to ask about with this is, it, it reminds me of the book, it's by Robert Cialdini, right? Um, I forgot the title of the book, but one of the principles was like, give to others and then automatically it's a psychology book. So basically when you give to others, people have a tendency to want to give back to you. And it's a great principle in general because it, in, human beings have that urge to want to do that. And it could be taken in a way, yeah, yes, let me just continue to give to others. But then I can also see if, let's say, for example, someone reading that and then they just take that and be like, I'm going to use this as as a principle to get what I want. And you can see it in business all the time. I'm also imagining in certain companies where they have all these values and they're trying to give back to the world in this and that way. And they're saying these things because they might understand the underlying principle, but it's not really embodied, right? Because we can talk about this and say, hey, give to others. So I'm imagining someone taking this in and just saying, okay, I'm going to go and give to others. And so it's a mental game of, okay, I'm going to give to others. And then that way I'm going to be getting all these things back. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. That's just like somebody that says one thing and does another. Or somebody that mm. says something, they do the thing that they're saying but their actions are not completely genuine. The way that we make mm. our choices is based on how we feel, based on how we really see things. If I see it as I'm going to gain this, and based on my gain, but I want to appear like I am going to help other people, you know, and I am going to mm. help them, but I want to make sure that I gain because maybe I'm more important, they're number two. Okay. Mm. So then this is going to change the way I do my action. I'm not going to give as much value as I could. So therefore, I don't give Why back would you not as give much. as much value as you could? Because if I want to give full amount of value, I don't think about myself constantly. Mm. So therefore, if I think about myself, then that means less value is given. Less less attention mm. is given to the other person. Our attention is where our energy goes. And if I'm thinking about how, what somebody mm. else needs, then if I'm thinking 100% of my attention on what they need, then the mm. solution, the action will be different than if I give 80% of my attention on what they need and 20% of the attention on something else. So it changes. So when companies do that, it's fine. 
it's no big deal about it because there's no right and wrong in this. It's not saying that someone needs to go 100% or they need to go 50%. This is just to understand that this is how it works. And then from there, a person can decide. Mm-hmm. And there's, only, there's no good or bad in this. There's just only cause and effect. If somebody constantly thinks about themselves, then they're going to create so much emotional problems and they're going to have all these problems in their life. It doesn't matter what they build and what they do. And vice versa. If they don't think about their problem, they don't think about themselves all the time, they just don't have much problems. And now so everybody's going to pretty much fall somewhere <laughs> in between, which is fine. But I think understanding this is key. Because going back, if someone goes, I want to get rid of this root found- fundamental thing that keeps happening on the inside. Life is okay, mm. but I want it to be even better. What do I need to do? Somebody else might go, life is okay. It could be better, but I'm fine with okay. I don't care for it to be better. Mm-hmm. Then they don't need to do this. They just keep doing what they're doing. But this is really for people that want to understand how do they get rid of all problems? Like, what is the source of the problems? What is the source of anxiety and fear? And now they can choose how much of it I want to do. But once they understand what the source is, it gives them ability to make clearer choices. Because like I mentioned earlier, Mm. uh, most people don't really realize that this is the thing. They think it's something else. Once they realize this is the thing, it starts to make more sense. Now they can go, how much can I do? Am I okay with just not having any personal preference? Or am I okay with having a little bit? Or am I okay with just having good amount of personal preference because of whatever it is? It's fine. There's not a Mm. bad or good thing. It's just understanding how it all works and then everybody gets to choose how they would like their life to be but now it's like we get to see Mm. the inner workings so we don't want to sit here and go hey everybody you got to do it this way no it's more of saying (laughs) hey if you do it this way this is what's going to happen but then afterwards people can decide because everybody gets to gets their choice to create their own experience of life so there's no right and wrong everybody's just living it's just like it's mm-hmm. understanding the rules, understanding how it works. And now you get to decide. It's like when you go and exercise like crazy, you're going to get really lean and get really strong. Right. If you go and mm-hmm. eat a 100% clean diet, cut out all the foods, doing all this stuff, you're going to get really lean. Right. This mm-hmm. is just how it is. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean that everybody <laughs> should do that. No, nah, man, do whatever you want. Right. Do whatever you mm-hmm. want. But when someone knows that this is what the effects are, now people get to choose. Some people would choose one versus another. It's all good. Awesome. With that, I think we, we laid out the roadmap for people. And hopefully it is quite a, can be quite a complex understanding, but hopefully we were able to clarify it some more so that people can definitely benefit. And what you said, everybody's choice on the percentage and level that they want to experience in their life. And appreciate you once again, sharing your wisdom. And thank you guys for listening in to another episode. Hopefully you guys are getting massive value and really integrating it more and more into your life so that whatever changes that you're looking for you are able to make that shift. Mike, any last words? I think I said it all for this one. Thank you guys very much. See you on the next episode. (laughs)